Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Ian with Dream Falcon Gaming, and today we're going to be talking about the world of resin 3D printing. Basically, if you don't know what we're about and you haven't had a chance to go check out episode zero, please go back and do that. It's short, sweet, to the point, but it tells you who I am, who Dream Falcon is, and what we're about. Go check that out, and then come on back to episode one. Today's topic is just going to be resin 3D printing as a whole, what printers I have, diving in a little more to them, and then in the notes I will include a link to Creality 3D Official and their website, which is where I purchased my LD002H from. And personally, we'll get into it a little bit, but there's better places and better websites for purchasing any 3D printer really. And depending on where you live in the United States, these are some good tips. If you're not in the United States, uh, I could do some more research for you and figure that out. But going forward, we'll jump right into it. So for those of you who don't know what resin 3D printing is and you kind of stumbled into my podcast on a whim because you thought maybe the graphic was cool, shout out to Newbie Gaming Designs on Instagram for creating that, by the way. If you haven't checked them out, go ahead and check them out. I will drop a link as well. But resin 3D printing is the process of using UV-sensitive resin to create a detailed object using UV light inside of a resin 3D printer. So essentially what's happening is each layer taken from the sliced object, which is just the object file of what you want to print is put into the machine and the machine reads each layer and then it uses its UV light source to harden that layer and then as the layers build you create your object or whatever you want to do. Me personally, I started with resin 3D printing which I don't think is the norm. I think a lot of people probably start with FDM printing and there's a good reason for that. Resin printing takes a certain amount of commitment and it takes a lot of post-processing and it takes a lot of additional time that FDM printers don't really need in terms of cleanup and kind of hazard protection and all these things we're going to talk about. So the first thing with resin 3D printing is you're dealing with resin. Now, any 3D printing, in my opinion, should be done safely. They create immense heat in the FDM world. They create chemicals that aren't so great to breathe. There's a lot of debate on whether it's good for you, bad for you, but ultimately until we know, it's your health. So please take care and use the recommended safety equipment for each printer. But with that, resin 3D printing is honestly, I, I don't do it as much as I used to, but I love it. Uh, it's able to create just super detailed images and super detailed objects and granted they're smaller and they tend to take longer to create big things, you're still getting a wonderful end product. Uh, me personally, I am a pretty big video game person. I'm big into gaming in general. I like tabletop gaming. And I like having a resin 3D printer because I can create something for me to paint and be able to put my artistic touches on things and just basically create fun little things to look at and that's ultimately it. Getting started with resin 3D printing you're gonna need a resin 3D printer. So 
me personally, I have the Creality LD-002H mono screen LCD printer. And I started with the Anycubic Photon, which I talked about a little bit in episode zero. But after about six months with my Photon, uh, they released mono screen printers. Mono screen printers print extremely fast in terms of resin printing you can do somewhere between one to four seconds a layer depending on what kind of resin you're using what kind of machine you have and the one to four second layer speed is uh, what the 002h is recommended at now there's different times different things you can do to speed that up for the basis but Ultimately, you can't go wrong with an LCD screen if you're just getting started. The models are going to be cheaper. They're still reliable. You're going to be spending so much time figuring out what you're doing that you're not really going to care. And then you're going to be excited when it's done printing anyway. The only reason I don't have my Photon anymore is because I passed it along to a friend. And now he enjoys resin printing as much as I do. Fun fact, that friend is the same person who also started Dream Falcon Gaming with me. Been my friend my whole life. He wanted to get into 3D printing after he saw what I was doing, and ultimately I passed him along my knowledge and some of my equipment that I had lying around, and he's on his own 3D printing path now. With that, though, back to the, uh, back to the point here. We have our printer, whichever one you want. Me personally, I love the Creality machines in terms of both... Uh, FDM and resin printing I think they're solid they have their quirks like any 3d printer but in my experience they've been super reliable I have four of them now and they're all Creality machines just different versions so back to some specs about the 2h as I said it's got the mono screen the machine is about 221 by 221 by 403 millimeters also, if you're not used to working in millimeters, I would highly recommend getting into that because it's going to make your life a lot easier than trying to convert things to inches and everything else. Just learn millimeters. It's not that hard. Metric system, you can do it. And the print size on it is 130 by 82 by 160. So not huge. There's definitely bigger 3D printers, and each year they're coming out with newer and better technology and faster printers and everything else. But if you're starting at home and you want to get into the hobby, I firmly believe that you cannot go wrong with the 2H model. So some specs for those of you who are interested. It's got a 6-inch modular print screen. It uses a UV light source, as we talked about, 3.5-inch touchscreen. It prints in 1620 by 2560 high resolution. It's got a Z-axis linear rail, manual bed leveling system, LCD HD screen, air filtration system, and some smart add-ons can go with it. So of importance is the screen. The UV light can achieve a much better and consistent light source, and that's ultimately going to make your printing experience better. There's a lot of science talk, and quite frankly, I haven't really learned all the little quirks but ultimately mono screen better than lcd screen different technology able to push more light consistently and that's really all you need to know um i will say in my experience it has cut all of my print time in half just going from an lcd to a mono screen 
and it increases the screen life as well. It doesn't burn out as quick. Um, you are pumping a lot of energy through these and after a while they will burn out and that's something you kind of just need to be prepared for. Luckily, a lot of these brands have screens ready to go that you can buy and just pop in, uh, taking some minimal work and a little bit of effort and you're back up and printing. So why do I love this 2H? As I said, the mono screen is huge. In terms of curing time per layer, which is directly related to your print speed, you're talking between an LCD screen, which is six to 18 seconds, give or take, depending on your model, down to that one to four. Um, and your layer heights, because of that screen being a 2K monochrome, you can print in smaller layer heights, which are going to give you a more detailed overall. With that, there's some things that you need to know about resin printing and what you should have to accompany your new resin printer, whether it be in any cubic model, a Creality model, a Voxel Lab model, there's a bunch now. But some things you need to consider are your safety precautions. So resin, there's a lot of people on the fence and it's pretty much split down the middle. I'll be honest, anything that creates any kind of fume I'm not fan, a big fan of breathing in. Um, so when you're working around this, I recommend a high filtration mask or at least have a nice open ventilated area. You're gonna want a place that doesn't get a lot of UV light. So printing outside probably isn't a great idea. The covers do have, uh, excuse me, not the cover, the lid that comes over it is UV blocking, but probably not great to print outside with. And then Looking further, you're gonna want nitrile gloves to keep your hands clean. You're working with liquid resin, it does tend to get everywhere. You're going to need some kind of IPA. Uh, the higher the percentage, the better. That just is for your post-processing and your cleaning. So once your print is done being cleaned with, or once your print is done being printed, you're going to clean it in isopropyl alcohol and there's tons of resources online for different material or different cleaning agents you can use um, there is eco resins out there that don't provide as much hazardous fumes they're made from soybean oils and there is water washable resin which you can just wash with water uh, i've used a couple of the brands they work pretty well I ultimately went back to the original resins because the water washable to me was a little brittle and that could very well just be my not working with the settings enough or not having a good enough cure or really that's it. Um, in a later episode I can dive in a little more to the nuances of printing in resin and some things you need to be prepared for and some ways to ensure that you're going to get successful prints. But with this just being a base, I will leave the advanced stuff for a later episode. And if you guys have questions, please feel free to reach out to me through my Instagram page at dreamfalcongaming underscore DFG or drop a line on the channel and we will get it all sorted out and I will do my best to answer your questions. So back to the process. So after you have your printer, you have your gloves, you have your mask, 
and you have your cleaning agents, you're going to need some eye protection. You don't want to get liquids in your eyes in general, but resin is particularly not something you want to get in your eyes. And then you are going to need a place to clean your print. So there are plenty of DIY options, or DIY, not DIY, sorry. But ultimately, you're going to want something to post-process or clean and cure your print after it's done printing. So you can start with a pickle jar, a little pickle strainer. That is what I used for probably the first year that I used uh, did 3D printing in resin, and it worked really well. Uh, it takes a little longer, obviously, but it gets the job done. And if you don't want to spend the money for a wash and cure machine, which I'll talk about here in a minute, uh, the D the DIY is definitely something that's capable of being done, and it'll work really well. I I had good success with it. Really, you just can't go wrong. Me personally, wanting to cut down my time and expand my operation a little bit, I went with the Creality UW-01 washing curing machine. So what is a washing cure machine? You've washed your print in your isopropyl alcohol and your DIY pickle strainer and you've sat it out in the sunlight and, or used a UV light that you can get off of Amazon for pretty cheap. And that's working well for you. But you want to expand your operation you want to make the post-processing portion go a little quicker and be more efficient so that's where the uw01 comes in washing cure is pretty basic it's a machine that looks almost like your 3d printer and it has a rotating rotating magnetic 360 platform rotates 360 degrees for your curing it has a uv light source in it has a pretty large wash tub that you'll fill with isopropyl alcohol or whatever your desired and preferred cleaning agent is for your post-processing. And then it's got a couple of uh, different speeds in terms of this model specifically. So it's got a slow, fast, normal in terms of how fast it's going to uh, how fast it's going to spin. So inside the wash and cure machine, there's a small magnet that is where your rotating table connects to and it's also where you will put your jug that is made for the machine your container that's going to hold your cleaning liquid inside that container is a small fan and in that fan it has a little magnet underneath it and the magnet spins and the magnet inside the machine spins and that's what creates your propeller which washes your prints for you. It creates a little tornado if you ever put two soda bottles and taped them together with water inside and spun them really fast. That's what it's doing. It's just doing it with magnets. So you take your print off, take it off your bed, and then you get it in your wash and cure machine. UW1 has a 2 to a 90 minute, 90 minute operation and it's selectable on the touchscreen. So on the touchscreen, you can choose between two minutes and 90 minutes. I have never gone over five minutes for both washing and curing, but that's really up to the size of your piece and what you're actually working on. So once you've done your wash, you go ahead and pull it out and let it sit, let the isopropyl kind of dry out a little bit. And then you put your rotating table in, set your print on that switch the mode from wash to cure 
I prefer to do slow and at about five minutes, depending on the size of what I'm doing, you hit start and you just wait the five or 10 or whatever your time you have set is. And the rotating bed rotates 360 degrees. It spins your object that you printed your little 3D print around. And the UV lights that are inside of the wash and cure machine will clean it or not clean it. Sorry, will cure the resin so it's hard. And the reason you cure the resin is because the machine cures each layer, but your resin is still not fully cured. So with resin, once it's totally cure, it's considered safe. I wouldn't recommend eating with it, but depending on what kind of resin you have, you can make food safe items. Uh, That technology is continuing to grow. But ultimately, once your object is washed properly and cured properly, you will then have a finished 3D print that is ready for priming, sanding, really kind of anything that you want to do with it. If you want to set it on a shelf and look at it and all its beautiful glory, you can. If you want to prime it and paint it, you can. If you want to spray paint it, you can. Or if you want to give it to your friends for Christmas or their birthday or because it's their favorite character, you can do that too. So we've talked about a lot of stuff. And I'm sure I repeated myself a couple of times, and I'm probably sure there's some things I missed. But if I did miss anything, please feel free to reach out. Don't be afraid to interact. I want this to be a resource for the community. I want to be able to bring people into the world of 3D printing and give them a source where they can get their basic information all the way up through advanced information in terms of what I know. And much like people who are in this community, I'm still learning new things every day. And I love it. I wanted to get this first episode out so you guys could learn about what I have in terms of resin 3D printers, what I use for my wash and cure, and a little bit of the basics about resin 3D printing. With that, Please feel free to go check out the Dream Falcon Gaming Instagram page at dreamfalcongaming underscore dfg. On that, we're going to have pictures of our gaming adventures, but as well starting to grow into the printing world and showing some of our setups and some of the information I've shared in this episode. In the future, going forward... Uh, The next episodes are going to be based around FDM printing and the three printers I have there where I'll do basically the same thing. I'll break down what printer I have, what I like about it, what I dislike about it. Spoiler alert, there's not really a lot I dislike about it. But then we'll get into some basic information about resin and compared to FDM. We'll get into the nuances and difficulties that there are with FDM printing and we'll just continue to go from there. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening. I hope if you're new to the 3D printing world, this gives you some information. If you're not new to the 3D printing world, but you're new to resin, this gives you some helpful information. And if you have any questions, once again, please feel free to reach out. I'm more than willing to help in any way I can. Take care of yourselves, and I look forward to chatting with you guys again in episode two.